Welcome to Wind of the Spirit BRS, your audio Bible zone with character, bringing you your daily bread, an audio format that hopefully inspires, edifies, and encourages you in your walk with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Today we will be in the book of Daniel. We'll be reading Daniel chapters 6 through 10 in the ESV translation. Daniel chapter 6 It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be throughout the whole kingdom and to cover and over them three high officials of whom Daniel was one to whom these satraps should give account so that the king might suffer no loss. Then this Daniel became distinguished above all the other high officials and satraps, because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king planned to set over him, set him over the whole kingdom. Then the high officials and satraps sought to find a ground for complaint against Daniel with regard to the kingdom, but they could find no ground for complaint or any fault because he was faithful and no error or fault was found in him then these men said we shall not find any ground for complaint against this Daniel unless we find it in connection with the law of his God then these high officials and satraps came by agreement to the king and said to him O King Darius live forever all the high officials of the kingdom the prefects and the satraps and the counselors and the governors agreed that the king should establish an ordinance and enforce an injunction that whoever makes petition to any god or man for thirty days except to you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the injunction and sign the document so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be revoked. Therefore King Darius signed the document and injunction. When Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he went to his house, where he had windows in his upper chamber, open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks to before his God. <coughs> as he had done previously. And these men came by agreement and found Daniel making petition and plea before his God. Then they came near and said before the king concerning the injunction. O king, did you not sign an injunction that anyone who makes petition to any god or man within thirty days except to you, O king, shall be cast into the lion's den? The king answered and said, The thing stands fast according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be revoked. 
Then they answered and said before the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, O king, or the injunction you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. Then the king, when he heard these words, was much distressed, and set his mind to deliver Daniel, and he labored till the sun went down to rescue him. Then these men came by agreement to the king, and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is law, is the law of the Medes and the Persians, that no injunction ordinance that the king establishes can be changed. Then the king commanded, and Daniel was brought and cast into the den of lions. The king declared to Daniel, May your God, whom you serve continually, deliver you. The stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signet of his lords. And nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. And the king went to his palace, spent, spent the night fasting. No diversions were brought to him, and sleep fled from him. Then at break of day, the king arose and went in haste to the den of the lions. As he came near to the den where Daniel was, he cried out in a loud tone of anguish. The king declared to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve, continually been able to deliver you from the lions? And Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths. They have not harmed me, because I was found blameless before him, and also before you, O king, I have done no harm. Then the king was exceedingly glad, and commanded that Daniel be taken out, up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no kind of harm was found on him, because he, was, because he had trusted in his God. The king commanded, those men who had maliciously accused Daniel were brought and cast into the den of lions, they, their children, and their wives. Before they reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones into pieces. King Darius wrote to all the peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in the earth, and all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in all my royal dominion people are to tremble in fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed, 
and his dominion shall be to the end. He delivers and rescues, he works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. He who has saved Daniel from the power of the lions. So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Daniel chapter 7, verse 1. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel saw a dream and vision of his head as he lay in his bed. Then he wrote down the dream and told the sum of the matter. Daniel declared, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven was stirring up the great sea and four great beasts came up out of the sea different from one another the first was like a lion and had eagle's wings then as I looked its wings were plucked off and it was lifted up from the ground and made to stand on two feet like a man and the mind of a man was given to it Behold another beast, a second one, like a bear. It was raised up on one side. It had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. It was told, Arise, devour much flesh. After this I looked, and behold, another like a, like a leopard with four wings of a bird on its back beast had four heads, and dominion was given to it. After that I saw in the night visions, and behold a fourth beast, terrifying and dreadful, exceedingly strong. It had great iron teeth, and it devoured and broke into pieces and tramp stamped what was left by its with its feet. It was different from all the beasts that were before it it had ten horns. I considered the beat the horns, and behold, there came up among them another horn, a little horn, before which three of the first horns were plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and the mouth speaking great things. As I looked, Thrones were placed, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was white as snow, and his hair was head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames. Its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire issued and came out from before him. A thousand thousand served him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court sat in judgment, and the books were opened. I looked then because the sound of a great words that the horn were speaking, and as I looked, the beast was killed, his body destroyed, and given over to be burned with fire. For the rest of the beasts, their dominion was taken away, 
that their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. I saw in the night visions. Behold, with the clouds of heaven, there came one like a son of man. He came to the Ancient of Days, was presented before him, and to him was given dominion and glory and the kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. As for me, Daniel, my spirit within me was anxious, and the visions of my head alarmed me. I approached one of those who stood there and asked him the truth concerning all this. So he told me and made known to me the interpretation of the things, these four great beasts of four kings who shall arise out of the earth. But the saints of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, forever and ever. And I desired to know the truth about the fourth beast, which was different from the other, all the rest, exceedingly terrifying with its teeth its of iron, claws of bronze, which devoured and broke into pieces and stamped what was left with its feet. And about the ten horns that were on its head, and the other horn that came up before which three of them fell. The horn that had eyes and a mouth that spoke great things that seemed greater than the, its companions. As I looked, this horn made war with the saints, prevailed over them, until the Ancient of Days came and the judgment was given for the saints of the Most High. The time came when the saints possessed the kingdom. Thus he said, as for the fourth beast, there shall be a fourth kingdom of earth on earth, which shall be different from all the kingdoms. It shall devour the whole earth and trample it down and break it to pieces. As for the ten horns, out of this kingdom ten kings shall arise. Another shall arise after them. He shall be different from the former ones. And shall put down three kings. He shall speak words against the Most High. And shall wear out the saints of the Most High. And shall think to change the times and the law. And they shall be given into his hand for time, time, and a half a time. But the court shall sit in judgment and his dominion shall be taken away, to be consumed and destroyed to the end. The kingdom and the dominion, and the greatness of the kingdoms, under the whole heaven, shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Here is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my thoughts greatly alarmed me, my color changed, but I kept the matter in my heart.
Daniel chapter 8, verse 1. The third year of the reign of King Belshazzar, a vision appeared to me, Daniel, after that which appeared to me at the first. And I saw in the vision, and when I saw, I was in Susa the citadel, which is the providence of Elam. And I saw in the vision, and I was at the Ulai Canal. I raised my eyes and saw, Behold a ram standing on the bank of the canal. It had two horns, and both horns were high. But one was higher than the other. The higher one came up last. I saw the ram charging it westward and northward and southward. No beast could stand before him. There was no one who could rescue from his power. He did as he pleased and became great. As I was considering, behold, a male goat came from the west across the face of the whole earth without touching the ground. The goat had a conspicuous horn between his eyes. He came to the ram with the two horns, which had seen been seen standing on the bank of the canal, he ran at him in his powerful wrath. I saw him come close to the ram, and he was engaged against him, and struck the ram and broke his two horns. The ram had no power to stand before him, but he cast him down to the ground and trampled on him. There was no one who could rescue the ram from his power. Then the goat became exceedingly great. When he was strong, the great horn was broken. Instead of it were came up four conspicuous horns toward the four winds of heaven. Out of one of them came a little horn, which grew exceedingly great toward the south, toward the east, and toward the glorious land. It grew how great, even to the host of heaven, and some of the host and some of the stars it, it drew threw down to the ground and trampled on them. It became great, even as great as the prince of the host, and the regular burnt offering was taken away from him. The place of the sanctuary was overthrown, and the host will be given over to it together with a regular burnt offering because of transgression. It will throw truth to the ground and it will act and prosper. And I heard a holy one speaking and another holy one said to the one who spoke, For how long is the vision concerning the regular burnt offering? The transgression that makes desolate and the giving over of the sanctuary host to be trampled underfoot. He said to me, For two thousand three hundred evenings and mornings, then the sanctuary shall be restored to its rightful state. When I, Daniel, had seen the vision, I sought to understand it.
Behold, there stood before me one having the appearance of a man. I heard a man's voice between the banks of the Uli, and he called, Gabriel, make this man understand the vision. So he came near where I stood, and when he came, I was frightened, and I fell on my face. Then he said to me, Understand, O son of man, that the vision is for the time of the end. And when he said, when he had spoken to me, I fell into a deep sleep with my face to the ground. But he touched me and made me stand up. And he said, Behold, I will make known to you what shall be in the latter day end of the indignation. For it refers to the appointed time of the end. And for the ram that you saw with two horns, and these are the kings of Med Media and Persia. And the goat is the king of Greece, and the great horn between his eyes is the first king. As for the horn, it was broken in its place, which four other kings arose, four kingdoms shall arise from his nation. But not with his power, that that latter end of the king, their kingdom, when the transgressors have reached their limit. A king, a bold face, a king of bold face, one who understands riddles shall arise. His power shall be great, but not by his own power. And he shall cause fearful destruction and shall succeed in what he does, destroy mighty men and the people who are the saints. By his cunning, he shall make deceit prosper under his hand, and in his own mind he shall become great. Without warning, he shall destroy many, and he shall even rise up against the prince of princes, and he shall be broken, but no human but by no human hand. <clears throat> the vision of the evenings and the mornings that has been told is true. But seal up the vision, for it refers to many days from now. And I, Daniel, was overcome, lay sick for some days, that I rose and went about the king's business. But I was appalled by the vision and did not understand it. Daniel chapter 9, verse 1. In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, I descent a Mede, who was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, perceived in the books of the number of years that according to the word of the Lord to Jeremiah the prophet must pass before the end of the desolations of Jerusalem, namely seventy years. And I turned my face to the Lord God, seeking him by prayer and, and pleas for mercy, with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord my God, and made confession, saying, O Lord, the great and awesome God, who keeps covenant 
and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments. We have sinned and done wrong and acted wickedly, rebelled turning aside from your commandments and rules. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. To you, O Lord, belongs righteousness, but to us open shame. As at this day to the men of Judah, to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and to all Israel, those who are near and those who are far away, in all the lands to which you have driven them, because of the treachery that they have committed against you. To, you, to, to us, O Lord, belongs open shame. To our kings, to our princes, to our fathers, who, because they have sinned against you, to the Lord our God, belong mercy and forgiveness. But we have rebelled against him, and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God, by walking in his laws, which he set up before us by a servant of the prophets. All Israel has transgressed the law and turned aside, refusing to obey your voice. And the curse and the oath that are written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, have been poured out upon us, because we have sinned against him. And he has confirmed his words, which he spoke against us and against our rulers who ruled us by bringing upon us a great calamity. For under the whole heaven there has not been in, done anything like what has been done against Jerusalem. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this calamity has come upon us, yet we have not entreated the favor of the Lord our God. turning from our iniquities and gaining insight by your truth. Therefore the Lord has kept ready the calamity and has brought it upon us. For the Lord our God is righteous in all his works that he has done. And we have not obeyed the voice, his voice. And now, O Lord our God, who brought us, brought your people out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand, have made a name for yourself, as at this day we have sinned, we have done wickedly. O Lord, according to all your righteous acts, let your anger and your wrath turn away from our city, Jerusalem, your holy hill, because for our sins and for the iniquities of our fathers, Jerusalem and our people become a byword among all who are around us. Now therefore, O our God, listen to the prayer of your servant, and to his pleas for mercy for your own sake. O Lord, make your face shine upon your sanctuary, which is desolate. O my God, incline your ear and hear, open your eyes and see our desolate desolations, the city that is called by your name. 
We do not present our pleas before you because of our righteousness, because your great mercy. O Lord, hear, O Lord, forgive. O Lord, pay attention and act. Delay not for your own sake, O my God, because your city and your people are called by your name. While I was speaking and praying, confessing my sin, and the sin of my people Israel, presenting my plea before the Lord my God for the holy hill of my God, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the first, came to me in swift flight at the time of the evening sacrifice. He made me understand, speaking with me, and saying, O Daniel, I have now come out to give you insight and understanding. At the beginning of your pleas for mercy, a word went out, and I have come to tell it to you, for you are greatly loved. Therefore consider the word and understand the vision. Seventy weeks are decreed about your people, your holy city, to finish the transgression, put an end to sin and to atone for iniquity, to bring an everlasting righteousness. To seal both vision and prophet, and to anoint a most holy place. Know therefore and understand that from the going out of the word, to restore and build Jerusalem to the coming of an anointed one, the prince, there shall be seven weeks. Then. Sixty-two weeks it shall be built again. Then for sixty-two weeks it shall be built again, with squares and a moat. But in a troubled time, and after the sixty-two weeks, an anointed one shall be cut off and shall have nothing. The people of the prince is to come, shall destroy the city, the sanctuary, its end shall come with a flood, and to the end there shall be a war. Desolations are decreed. These shall make a strong covenant with many for one week. And for a half of the week, he shall put an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wings, on the wing of abominations, shall come one makes desolate, until the decreed end is poured out on the desolator. Daniel chapter 10, verse 1. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a word was revealed to Daniel, who was named Belteshazzar. 
And the word was true, and it was a great conflict. And he understood the word and had understanding of the vision. In those days I, Daniel, was mourning for three weeks. I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. On the twenty-fourth day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, that is the Tigris, I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, a man clothed in linen, with a belt of fine gold from Euphaz around his waist. And his body was like burl, his face was like the appearance of lightning. His eyes were flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and the sound of his words like the sound of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision of the men who were with me, but the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great trembling fell upon them. They fell to hide themselves, they fled to hide themselves. So I was left alone, and I saw this great vision, and had no strength, and no strength was left in me. My radiant appearance was fearfully changed, but I retained no strength. And I heard the voice, the sound of the words of his words, and I heard the sound of his words, and as I heard the sound of his words, I fell on my face and a deep sleep with my face to the ground. Behold a hand touched me, and set me trembling on my hands and knees. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words that I speak to you, and stand upright, for now I have been sent to you. And when he had spoken this word to me, I stood up trembling, and he said to me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and humble yourself before your God, your words have been heard, and I have come because of your words. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me twenty-one days, but Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. I was left there with the king of kings of Persia, and came to make you understand what it is to happen to your people in the latter days. But the vision is for days yet to come. When he had spoken to me according to these words, I turned my face toward the ground and was mute. Behold, one in the likeness of the children of man touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spoke. I said to him who stood before me, O my Lord, by reason of the vision pains have come upon me. I retain no strength. How can my Lord's servant talk with my Lord? But now my no strength remains in me, no breath is left in me. Again, 
one having the appearance of a man touched me and strengthened me. I said, O man greatly beloved, O man greatly loved, fear not, peace be with you, be strong and of good courage. And as he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak for you, have strengthened me. Then he said, Do you know why I have come to you? But now I will turn, I will return to fight against the prince of Persia. And when I go out, behold, the prince of Greece will come. But I will tell you what is inscribed in the book of truth. There is none who contends by my side against the, these, except Michael, your prince. Daniel chapter 11, verse 1. As for me, in the first year of Darius the Mede, I stood up to confirm and strengthen him. But now I will show you the truth. Behold, three more kings shall arise in Persia. The fourth shall be far richer than all of them. And when he has become strong through his riches, he shall stir up all against the kingdom of Greece. And a mighty king shall arise, who shall rule with great dominion, and do all he wills. And as soon as he has risen, his kingdom shall be broken, and divided toward the four winds of heaven, but not to his posterity, or according to the authority with which he ruled. For his kingdom shall be plucked up, and go to others besides these. And the kings of the south shall be strong. One, the king of the south shall be strong, but one of his princes shall be stronger than he, and shall rule. His authority shall be a great authority. After some years they shall make an alliance. And the daughter of the king of the south shall come to the king of the north to make an agreement. But she shall not retain the strength of her arm, and he and his arm shall not endure. But she shall be given up and her attendants. He who fat fathered her, and he who supported her in those times. And from a branch from her roots, one shall arise in his place. He shall come against the army, and enter the fortress of the king of the north, and he shall deal with him, and shall prevail. He shall also carry off to Egypt their gods with their metal images, the precious vessels of silver and gold, and for some years he shall refrain from attacking the king of the north, and the latter shall come in to the realm of the king of the south, but shall return to his own land. His son shall wage his son shall wage war and assemble a multitude of great forces, which shall keep moving coming and overflow and pass through, and again shall carry the war 
as far as his fortress. Then the king of the south, moved with rage, shall come out and fight against the king of the north. And he shall raise a great multitude, but it shall be given into his hand. And when the multitude is taken away, his heart shall be exalted, and he shall cast down tens of thousands, but he shall not prevail. For the king of the north shall again raise a multitude, greater than the first. And after some years he shall come on with a great army and abundant supplies. In those times many shall rise against the king of the south, the violent among your people shall lift themselves up in order to fulfill the vision, but they shall fail. Then the king of the north shall come and throw up a siege works, take a well-fortified city. The forces of the south shall stand, shall not stand, or even his best troops. For there will, there shall be no strength to stand. But he who comes against him shall do it as he wills, and none shall stand before him. He shall stand in glorious land, in the glorious land, with destruction in his hand. He shall set his face to come with the strength of his whole kingdom, and he shall bring terms of an agreement and perform them. He shall give him the daughter of women to destroy the kingdom, but it shall not stand will be to his advantage. <coughs> After he shall turn his face to the coastlands and shall capture any of them, but a commander shall put an end to his insolence. Indeed, he shall turn his insolence back upon him. Then he shall turn his face back toward the fortress of his own land. And he shall turn his face back for the fortresses of his own land. But he shall stumble and fall, and shall not be found. Then shall arise in his place one who shall send an extractor, or exactor of tribute, for the glory of the kingdom. But within a few days he shall be broken, either in anger or in battle. This place shall arise a contemptible person to whom royal majesty has not been given. He shall come in without warning and obtain the kingdom by flatteries. Armies shall be utterly swept away before him and broken, even the prince of the covenant. And from the time that an alliance is made with him, he shall act deceitfully. And he shall become strong with small people with a small people. Without warning, he shall come into riches, the richest parts of the province, and he shall do what neither his fathers nor his father's fathers has done, or have done. Scattering among them plunder, spoil, and goods, he shall devise plans against strongholds, but only for a time. He shall stir up his power 
and his heart against the king of the south, the great army. And the king of the south shall wage war with the ex an exceedingly great and mighty army, that he shall not stand, for plots shall be devised against him. Even those eat his food shall break him. His army shall be swept away, and many shall fall down slain. And as for the two kings, their hearts shall be bent on doing evil. They shall speak lies at the same table, but to no avail. For the end is yet to be at time appointed. And he shall return to his land with great wealth, but his heart shall be set against the holy covenant. And he shall work his will and return to his own land. At the time appointed, he shall return and become, he shall turn and come into the south, but it shall not be this time as it was before. For ships of Kittim, for the ships of Kittim, shall come against him, and he shall be afraid and withdraw. He shall turn back, and being enraged, take action against the Holy Covenant. He shall turn back and pay attention to those who forsake the Holy Covenant. Horses from him shall appear and profane the temple and fortress. They shall take away the regular burnt offering. And they shall set up the abomination that makes desolate. He shall seduce with flattery those who violate the covenant. But the people who know their God shall stand firm and take action. And the wise among the people shall make many understand, though for some days they shall stumble by the sword and flame, by captivity and plunder. When they stumble, they shall receive a little help. Many shall join themselves to them with flattery, and some of the wise shall stumble, so that they may be refined, purified, and made white until the time of the end, for it still awaits the appointed time. The king shall do as he wills, he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god, and shall speak astonishing things against God of gods. He shall prosper till the indignation is completed, or is accomplished, but what is decreed shall be done. He shall pay no attention to the gods of his fathers, or to the one beloved by women. He shall not pay attention to any other god, but he shall magnify himself above all. He shall honor the god of the fortresses instead of these. A god whom his fathers did not know, he shall honor with gold and silver, precious stones and costly gifts. He shall deal with the strongest fortress, it, fortresses with the help of a foreign god. Those who acknowledge him shall load with honor. Those who acknowledge him sh he shall load with honor. He shall make them rulers over many, shall divide the land for price. And the time of the end, the king of the south shall attack him, but the king of the north shall rush upon him and take 
and like a whirlwind, with chariots and horsemen, and with many ships. And ye shall come into countries, and shall overflow and pass through. And ye shall come into the glorious land, tens of thousands shall fall. But these shall be delivered out of his hand, Edom and Moab, and many parts of the Ammonites, and the main part of the Ammonites. He shall stretch out his hand against the countries, and the land of Egypt shall not escape. He shall become the ruler, become ruler of the treasurers of gold and of silver, and all the precious things of Egypt, and the Libyans and the Cushites shall follow his in his train. But news from the east and north shall alarm him. He shall go out with great fury to destroy and devote many to destruction. He shall pitch his palatial tents between the sea and the glorious holy mountain. Yet he shall come to his end with none to help him. Well, that is the end of the broadcast. We read Daniel chapters 6 through 12 today, the ESV translation. I look forward to having you again when we will read from Daniel 12, chapter 12. So, until then, my friends, may God richly bless you all. Shalom, shalom.